Welcome to episode 83 of Gutter to Gutter podcast. Before we jump into this episode, let me remind you to head on over to our socials and be sure to give us a follow. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and now also TikTok. I'd also like to remind you to head on over to certifiedprinting.com.au forward slash shop and look for Gutter to Gutter podcast merch if you would like to purchase yourself any of our merchandise. This is a great way to support the show and expose us to even more people. If you would like to take your level of support one step further, you can head over to Patreon at patreon.com forward slash gutter to gutter podcast where you will find the In The Gutter tier. What will you get from In The Gutter? You'll be able to find out ahead of time who will be appearing on the podcast and ask those guest questions directly. You'll also be acknowledged on the show for the questions and extra perks will be added over time. But with all of that out of the way, let's get into this week's episode. In this episode, I'm joined by Michael Kelly, more affectionately known as Mickey Moo. I was lucky enough to get Mick in for a face-to-face sit-down only two days before he moved back home to Ireland. In this episode, we got to talking about how Mick ended up moving to Australia and how the whole process went down for him. We got to chat about how he started out in drifting and his journey in Australian drift to date. Mick went on to tell us about an opportunity of a lifetime to go and compete in the Oman International Drift Championship in 2023 and also how the logistics of competing overseas works. I had such an awesome time getting to know Mick and I'm absolutely certain that you will too. So please enjoy this episode with Michael Kelly on Gutter to Gutter Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Gutter to Gutter Podcast. I'm Static, and joined with me in this episode is Mick Kelly. Mick, how are you, mate? Yeah, no problem, mate. Thanks for having us. No worries, no worries at all. Um, give us a bit of a quick rundown, mate, of, of who Mick Kelly is and what he does. Oh, well, there's not really much, much to me. Like, um, any kid that grew up in the in the country in Ireland um, grew up a farming background, I guess, but um, no motorsport in, in my background at all. So we um, a lot of field sports, football and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I was my legs didn't move that fast, so I um, I got into motocross, so you can just squeeze the throttle back and didn't have to run. Yep. <laughs> so um, yeah, I done a bit of motocross, but then um, as I um, got more into adult life, I suppose when I hit sixteen, seventeen, I. Um, I got rid of the motocross and bought a road bike for my means of transport, and um, yeah, ended up uh, just starting work. I suppose sixteen, seventeen, didn't go back to school and just worked all my life really. Yeah, at home in Ireland, and then um, I moved to Liverpool in England. Yeah, done a couple of years over there. Then um, um, I done a lot of scaffolding, scaffold for ten years. So I was just scaffolding over there, making money and. Came back to Ireland after what would have been 2004, five, and six. So I came back to Ireland in 2000 and end of 2006 or seven, and um, 
Yeah, you got the, the coldest weather in Ireland ever recorded was in my local town, minus right. 18. Right. Yeah, that was, I think, in 2009, so November 2010. I came to Australia. Was <laughs> that was it. You had enough. <laughs> I had enough. No way. I wasn't, I wasn't doing that again. Like you're going around with um, five or six t-shirts, two yeah. or three hoodies, a jacket. Yeah. No. So how did you adjust to the the um, the change in weather, like coming over to Australia? Yeah, no problem. A pair yeah. of shorts and uh, you're good with it. Yeah, my brother yeah. now he it took him. He came over a couple of years after, but I remember looking at him. The sweat was pumping out from one day yeah. in the living room and. Yeah. Heat, yeah, but that came in November, so the weather was. It wasn't the hottest, but it was starting to pick up. Yeah. Like it was 27, 30. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've got some Irish friends, and like um, when it sort of hits 20 or 22 over there, they're sort of sweating and. Yeah. And things yeah. Like, you know, hell's sort of. It just sort of coming in on them, so. Yeah, no, but then. Um, yeah. I only came for. only came for a look, really, for a year, and yeah, here I am 12 years later. Yeah right. So, what was that process like? Was it was it easy enough to just did you come here and then stay here, or did you have to go home and then sort of apply? No, so residency or anything. What like I had that? to do was um, get a visa, obviously first. Yep. So uh, it was actually um, one Saturday night that I didn't go out. I used to go out every Saturday night. Yep. And it was so there was a mate of mine came back from Australia and he was showing me like all these photographs of big excavators and buckets and. And this kind of thing, and um, he was like, "Why don't you go?" He says, "You've you've no misses, you've no loans taken out, you've done, like I didn't know any money, and I had, had nothing holding me back." Yeah. And uh, that was on the Saturday night, and decided then on by the Monday that I'd go, and um, the following Friday I had my visa got within the five days of yep. deciding to go. Um, so I had my visa, then I remember then I had a big birthday party because um, at that time you had to have your visa before you were 30. Yep. And um, I was actually 30 on the Saturday. Gotcha. So I had a big big 30 birthday party on the Saturday, had my visa on the Friday afternoon. Then the following week I sold my car and my bike. I had a motorbike and yep. uh, sold that. I sold my car and the following Saturday night was a going away party and then I was gone. Yep. Yeah, all within two weeks he decided to go and just let <coughs> John. That's unreal. Yeah, and uh, didn't go back to Ireland probably for f- four years after that. Yeah, gotcha. Did, yeah. Gotcha. So, um, <coughs> actually, we'll, we'll get into that. I was, I was going to go on a, on a different train. We'll get into that a little bit later. So, was it what was it that brought you over here? It was like a mixture of sort of what your mate's showing you, was the big it boys' toys, the the weather change. Was it all that sort of stuff? Or and it was the <coughs> the weather and yeah, the because I, I drive excavators and that. Yep. And um, like, I've seen a book of the size of this thing. And I says, yeah, let's go. And then the guy I was actually working for, he said, oh, you go out there, they love you out there because um, I was um, fixing all of his trucks at the time. Yeah. He cooked the trucks. And um, he said, they love you out there. You can fix anything. Just go and you'll, you'll get on. And I said, yeah, look, I will go. Yeah. So that was it. Yeah, just I went and yeah, the weather. And then there's a couple of guys from um, my area out here. Yeah. So they picked me up from the airport and I stayed with them. And yeah, so like I had mates here. Yeah. Yeah, probably had five or six mates here at the time anyway. So it was a, an easy enough transition. It was, yeah. yeah. But having said that, I hated it here for three months. Yeah, right. Every day, yeah. But then, <coughs> like the guy I worked for at home as well, he said, give it three months if you don't like it, come home. 
yeah. and just about two and a half months in. So, so you were kind of ready to go home. What, what was it that changed though? I don't know. I got to know more people and got oh, more okay, settled, yep. I suppose. It takes yep. a while to settle with a big move yeah. like that. Yeah, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I settled and that was it. Yeah, Here nice. I am. After doing the world of drifting and a wife and four kids. Yep. Mad. So what, were you into drifting while you were in Ireland or not at all? Like that, that I used to go and watch. <coughs> gotcha, yeah. And my cousin, um, Dan Moorhead, uh, one of the judges with IDC. Yep, yep. Yeah, he... He had a drift car and he was competing at the time. And um, we used to go watch him and a couple of mates around the home. And um, one of my very good mates, um, Wesley Keaton, he, um, I bought a couple of backward drive cars off for him. He was at WKD Imports. Yep. I bought, a, bought an S14, 400 horsepower. This was an absolute weapon of a thing. External wastegate. Yep. But SR. Gotcha. So, doesn't last very long with me, SRs, to break them like carrots. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he had a Toyota Sower then that came in, but it had a 2J in it. And uh, I gave back the S14 and I, and I bought the Sower. And that's what I'm after having probably four or five Sowers since. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, and then that's, that's um, like my very first drift car, actually, right here was a Toyota Sower, a blue yeah. one. And... Um, Actually ran it up the bank. My very first ever high tech comp. Yep. It was the same night that um oh who was it? Nick Holson went up the bank as well. Yep. It was the very first round of high tech I think and I I was actually doing my qualifying lap and balls to the wall of course and that first turn uh, coming up the straight and figure away if you don't get it right you can actually just suck you in yeah I gotcha they stuck me in, caught the back wheel, bang, yeah. front went up the bank. <coughs> um yeah, I got out of the car, didn't know where to look. It was <laughs> so yeah. all green to it. I've seen someone back up that hill and actually hit the wall at the top. Were, wow. like, were you that hard into it or not? not no, I actually, the front of the car stopped before it hit. Yeah, got Before it, it hit the wall, okay, but yeah. it, was, it was sitting up. I had to pull it down off the bank. Oh, yeah. I was so embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so... You, you know, sawers. You don't see many of them. I mean, I, you might have seen a lot more of them back in the day, but you just don't see them anymore, do you? Like as drift cars. No, Matt Peters um, had a lovely one out here, a black one from. Yeah, um, yeah he had a lovely one. It was, but uh, yeah, you don't see many drift cars at all as, as sawers anymore. They're too big and heavy. Yeah, you know. Yep. But yeah, well, the good car. So you had four of them, you said? Oh, four or five, four I'd or say, five. yeah, 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 <laughs> heaps of them, yeah. What was the draw? Was it just a familiarity at the time, or you just really liked the cars? Was, my, my first my first big six, and there was a sore at home. Yeah. It was, this thing was lovely looking. I could yeah. put a set of wheels on. It looked, it looked um, a bit like the Batmobile. Yep. And just uh, got hooked on sores then. Yeah, I guess, yeah. You know, like you see one, then I'd be like, I'd be looking straight away. Is it a V8 or is it a 1J? Yeah. Yeah. So they, they, one of their, one of those cars. Like when you see it now, they sort of really stand out to you. To do to me, yeah. Even yeah. The, even the, when you see a standard one, like they don't look the best. Yeah. You know, but like if you put a white key on them and set of wheels, like it's, they're yeah. pretty sick looking. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so the drift scene in Ireland. What what was that like before you left? Yeah, it was getting there. Yeah. It was um, yeah. Dan McNamara was drifting that time, so like he's a legend. Um, 
yeah, Mulvey, all these boys, but the, a lot of them have gone by the wayside. Yeah. I guess um, James is probably starting to come up a bit. Um, yeah. It was, it was, it was getting there. Yeah. But obviously not, not what it is today. You know. Yeah. Like it's blew out of proportion altogether now. Like it's, yeah. it's mad. Like some of the best drivers in the world. Like Absolutely. Got, you know, you got. Uh, Jack Connor, McKeever, yep. Quinn, James, obviously, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's unreal. So you, you got to see him in, in the early days sort of coming up, James Dean? Yeah, but I wouldn't remember him. He wouldn't have been, he would have been only a kid. Yeah. You know? Unreal. But yeah, like so it? I haven't actually, I've never actually seen him drive in my own eyes, like, yeah. like live, you know oh, what I mean? Gotcha, yeah. I was on the TV. Yeah. So I look forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So what what is it you get in up to when you're not drifting? You know, you, you mentioned that you drive excavators. Oh uh, um, yeah, walking and uh, like I said, four kids. So <laughs> that'll keep you busy. The house is pretty busy <laughs> when I'm not drifting. Absolutely. But, like drifting never stops in our house. Like, yep. um, like if you're not if you're not racing, you're you're, um, you're fixing the car up or you're servicing the car, washing it, polishing it, and you're getting ready or you're changing tires, getting ready yep. for the next day. That that that. that you're ready weeks away yeah. from the event, you know. Yeah, trying My to car always be ready two, three weeks before an event. Yeah. You know. But um, yeah, I used to be busy when I had the two days because I used to just be blowing engines, so I'd be just, <laughs> just an engine and swapping out another engine. <laughs> just always swapping them. <laughs> so what is it? What is it you run now? I run an LS now. Yeah. Um, which was built by um, Chores Performance Engines in Wodonga. Yep. By um, Dabsey. Aaron himself, yeah, he's um, LS7. Yeah, yeah right. it's, uh, it's a weapon. Absolutely. Definitely a weapon. And um, she's on NOS as well, so she's probably, she, I, I don't even know, like we were spinning the tyres on the dyno, and to tell you the truth, power figures to me now these days don't mean anything. Yep. Like the car is probably, she's probably a good seven without the NOS and she's definitely up around the nine yeah. with the NOS like it was like 11 over 11 over 11.50 in the third bracket and spinning the wheels yep and I just got out of the shed like the noise of the thing but power if you're happy with the power in the car the figure doesn't matter and yeah, you can drive right. the car that's right you know like these boys chasing numbers I used to do that for long enough myself I wanted a thousand horsepower thousand horsepower yeah, it doesn't matter yeah when you got there did it make a difference for you no like you look at um, like even look at Fink yeah put Fink into any car Absolutely. doesn't matter you know what yeah. I mean and like he drives that little A86 with a beams engine in it one day and then the next day it could be driving the S13 with the big LS Turbo in it, you know. It's funny, funny you mentioned that. I was at one of the South Circuit, the nights at South Circuit. Yeah. Um, and he was, I can't remember where he was, but he was heading back up towards home and he stopped in at Sydney Motorsport Park for the night. Yeah. And it was actually, I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but I watched him pushing a very high-powered car around the track in that little car. It wasn't my and car, was it? It was. It absolutely was, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was j- just unreal to watch, you know. Like, yeah. what has that thing got? Maybe 250 horsepower? Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know? That'd be the most I would have, yeah. And, yeah, he was just... I don't, I don't know if if you were, you were keeping him with you or not, but he was just... It looked like he was being an absolute menace to I have to add that my tyres were completely as yeah, bald gotcha. as my head. Yeah. There was sparks coming out of them. Yeah. I actually when we come around he actually knew I was going to in the ball yeah. I come around and I was nearly I was looking at him 
and um, I didn't totally spin, but they were just completely, you know, like I yeah. probably shouldn't have even. I should have came in the lap before that lap, probably. Yeah, gotcha. But um, but yeah, yeah, not making excuses. Like I had no tires, but like he was he was on me. Yeah. For the, for the full lap, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it looked like it's been an absolute menace. So I didn't know if you know you were just keeping him with you or, or what. But yeah, he was no, he was tire, there. Tires he was were, were completely gone. Yeah. 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 But, but yeah, but <laughs> but he was still on the door. Like I'm, yeah. I, I, I would have been pushing. Tattoo Jay was pushing had like 900 horse yep you know but yeah yeah but that way it was just really cool to watch yeah no, like you're saying he's probably Australia's number one actually yeah you can drive anything for sure it's yeah it's a, it's a definite credit to you know like it doesn't matter what number is under your bonnet you know what I mean no. if you can drive it if you can drive it so they've said people say oh what powers in, in my new LS set up I'm like like I don't really know because yeah, I ran out of shed and then like we were all laughing like the, 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 this thing just comes on like this you know yeah. what I mean it was just yeah yeah so with with nitrous how is that used in a drift sort of application well I, I just use it to kind of on big tracks I wouldn't need it as much yep like on smaller tracks like um, figure eight or whatever I I would yep. because the car then like with the little hairpin and the switchback the car be bogging down like, like it's a different lag with the, with the yeah, VA yeah. and I just have it so mine when I'm on full noise it comes on for half a second gotcha and it just picks the car up yep and then um, Angus from um, from um, Pro Sports Electrics yep. he he um, he has a setup that it comes on for a second but then the minute the car hits limiter the tackle lights up, and it's able to um, pull the power, and it turns off the it turns off the nitrous. So when I'm on full noise, the nitrous is not spraying in; yep. it blows the motor to pieces. Yeah, you know. So so I just use it. I just it's like a turbo car. I just use it to pick up the, yeah, the revs really, that, really that, quick. That boost. It just gives me that that yeah. that thousand horsepower for or that nine hundred horsepower probably for split second. Yep, or whatever. And then if I want it again, I just come off. And if I yeah. keep coming on and off and on and off, I keep spitting it in. Yep. But, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. <coughs> it's, not, it's not that bad for a car, really. It's yeah. actually, it helps the car to, to cool yeah. it up better, actually. Yeah. I just, I find it really interesting that, like, the way it's applied in different motorsports, you know, like yeah. in drag racing, at full noise, they, that's where they kind of want it. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so it's, it's just really cool. I've, I've never really known how it is that it's used, you know. Like yeah, I, lo- I love the nitrous, but I don't. I have two bottles, but I've never, I've never even went through one bottle. Yeah, you know. But it's, it, you still bring two with you just in case. That's right. Yeah. You know, but yeah. 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 And you know, I mean, in the early two thousands, it was kind of glamorized by the Fast and Furious. And you see them, you know, they're yeah. they're sort of fat into it, and then they hit the button. And then all of a sudden they've got three more gears and yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know, so, um, yeah it's, it's interesting to see how it's actually used. It's funny if you watch the, I think of an in car on the on Instagram or something. It's funny, but, but if you watch the keys on that in car, the the key panel all lights up. Yeah. When the nitrous is on, like when it's like when it's spraying, it lights up. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. And the, you just see the car taking off, coming onto South Circuit. 
and it's like the Fast and the Furious. The camera can't keep up. Yep. And it's all, it's uh, all blurry. Yes, everything. You get that motion blur. Yeah, yeah. that motion it, blur. Time traveling all of a sudden. Yeah, <laughs> it's mad. Yeah, that's really cool. So the, the, it lights up, and then all of that happens. Is that right? Oh, that lights yeah, up, yeah. and everything happens. Yeah, and you're that's stuck so cool. To the seat. It is a bit. It's kind of like like what is on the Fast and Furious. You're stuck yeah. in the seat. The car takes off. Yeah. You'll know when it's on. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So, um, what what cars were you into? Was it uh, were you into like cars when you were in Ireland? Like, yeah, I was always into cars. Yeah, yeah, I was always into cars. Um, in Ireland, growing up, I guess, and um, but like, you're on the road as well. And you're, yeah. You know, you're like backward drive cars. You're drifting on the road. And you're speeding on the road. And like, it's just. Like anybody that wants to get into drifting, I would say, or into any more sport, I would say get into it because you're taking it off the street and you you actually calm down behind the wheel. You just yeah. you just drive around like a normal person, I suppose. Not yeah. that we're not normal, most yeah. races, but yeah. you know. Yeah. So did you do any street stuff in Ireland when nah. at the start there or no? No, no, not worth it. No, I got into enough trouble without that. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Nice. So, so, what kind of cars were you sort of were you into when you were um, just coming into cars? I guess. Yeah, it, was, it started off with um, front wheel drive cars, Honda Civics and Integras, yeah. and we used to we used to go out to the to the rallies, a lot of a lot of rallies. Yep. And then, um, yeah, when when all the boys when drifting kind of started getting going in Ireland, and then um, I bought a back wheel drive car. Like I said, I had the, I actually had um, a couple of one eighties, probably first two one eighties. Um, yeah, there was not much power in, in them at all. They were, they were stock as a rock. Yeah, right. You just have to pump the back wheels up to that. Yeah. And um, yeah, then I got the S14, so I got to blow on a couple of SRs now at this stage. Yep. And um, this SOAR came in with a 2J, and I was looking at this thing, this big six cylinder, you know, and I said, you know what, I'll just get one of these. And I couldn't blow that thing up. Yep. So I just, like, just, I. I don't like SRs like at all. I just nah. <laughs> but they're not, they're not able for the for the hardship that I give them. Yeah. So, no, just and that was it. Just yeah, started in with the sore and that was yeah, it's more fun to drive a back wheel drive car. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I used to um, zill crossroads on the road from our house. I used to just do doys for days. <laughs> <laughs> so what what was that like? You know, did you have um? Because if, if I was to do something like that here, I'd have everyone out at me instantly. <clears throat> yeah, so I live in the country at home. Yeah. Probably just call it an hour south of Dublin. Yep. And it's fine, yeah. They all know it was me. You'd yeah. be going to play, play football and you'd be in the dressing room and they were like, you're out in that car again. And yeah, gotcha. You know, there was one of the neighbours was there. That Michael Kelly is there doing wheelies again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just kind of really. Nice. Have you got like a, a favourite memory from that time? Yeah, probably would be that time. Probably, yeah. Definitely, definitely my first sore probably stands out. Yeah, everywhere you went, like nobody knew what sore was. Yep. This thing, like, was you know, I was the only one around. Bit one. Definitely, that would have been probably my favourite car out of all of them. Would be that one probably yeah. still as a as a road car probably. Well, I, ha- I had a Supra here, but the first big big car I had was that Supra. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know where it is now, but 
wouldn't mind. It'd be, be interesting to, to know where it is, but yeah, what a car that was. Yeah. It was like it was the room and it was massive. Like the, yeah, was, yeah, cool. Yeah, definitely that time would have been uh, my yeah. favourite time. I'd say, yeah, nice. Um, so you you got into drifting more so when you're in Australia. Yeah. How did how did that sort of start? Where did where did that come about? Yeah. So I was I met my my missus on the mid now, and um, we what did we have? Must have had the Supra. No. Yeah. So I had the Supra, and like because we live in the city, like you can't drive and you can't like you can't drift it or you can't. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um, the area is too built up. We, I then swapped that for an Evo Six. Yep. And ended up that got wrote off. She actually parked it up and walked into the house and somewhere and into the back of it. Oh no! Yeah, put the the back driver's wheel into the driver's seat up in the oh, steering wheel. That like wow. would have killed her if she was in it. Yeah. And um, yeah, so with that, then. After getting the the money out of the insurance company for that, um, I was like a bit sick of these these um, cars and driving them on the street. Like I can't get enough value out. But like at least at home in Ireland, and you're in the country roads. You, you know, there's no one around my area. You'd be yeah. You got some longer, more open roads. I'm not saying yeah. go drifting on the road, but like that's what I used to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Um, <coughs> Yeah, this um, store came up for sale in the Gold Coast. Yep. And I said, look, and I think I'll just go buy that. I just just go to the yep. to the track. So, um, yeah, we myself and my brother headed off, and we stopped and coughed, and we had a couple of drinks. I think that was a Friday, so I had a nice, pretty good night. Up early the next morning, and up to the Gold Coast, and picked up this sore, brought it back down, and... Um, yeah, I think I went out then to do a figure eight with um, with Sam and the Australian Drift Club. Yep. That's where I got to know Sam very well, actually. Very, and then um, after that um, incident at the first round of high tech, I I didn't even bother fixing that thing. I wanted a proper, like, I had a bolt in cage and had had a couple of bits on it done to it. But um, it's funny, the hydraulic handbrake I, I put into that car, I still use it today. Oh really? Yeah, it's the same one. Yeah. So it's just come come along with you. Yeah. So where I was mounted in the saw, it was dead straight. It was sticking up, up really yeah. high up near the nearly touching the window. Yeah. But um, we, I, I bought this S13 shell then, and myself and Sam built that in a in a warehouse in St Mary's, and um, I got a two J over in a Ritzo, and uh, put that into it and. Uh, got a TR6060 gearbox, which I kept right up till about the, the G-Force last year or the year before. Yeah, right. Yeah, never given one bit of trouble. And um, it was a pretty good car, that red one, until I, till I wrote it off as well. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, so it was a good car. That's, that, that, that started me drifting really like, properly. That was probably 2000 and. 17 again we got that car running properly and then got it sprayed up and then in 2018 we tackled um one of the rounds in high tech actually queensland yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. so was it just that one round for that year 
was it just around for that year that I do Calder Park as well I've been to Calder Park a couple of times 2018 was just that round yeah. yeah. it was just that round in 2018 yeah. and then um, I'd done a bit of driving in 18 and social media in and picked up a couple of sponsors for 2019 and um, we'd done a full series of high tech 2019 yeah. 20, 21, 20, 22 yeah. Yeah. yeah somewhere somewhere in amongst 21, 22 it all just came together didn't it yeah it did for me anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah it, yeah. it kind of everything sort of fell away for a while and it did in yeah. 21 with COVID a bit yeah. but um yeah, we got lots of driving. I think yeah. uh, during that time of COVID, because I guess the circuit racers and all them weren't using the, the track yeah. as much. Yeah, we were able to get nice. Like we were out every Friday night with with somebody. Yeah, you know. Gotcha. Yeah, that's good. So there's plenty of seat time to sort of get in. Yeah, we got plenty. Well, of seat nobody time. was there. You know, and 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 I could do with more seat time, but seat time is key to any yeah. young person that wants to get into it you need yeah. to be don't matter if you're driving wet pan or you're yeah. driving you need, just need to be getting seat time yeah for sure it's um it's funny you know like, as you sort of get bigger into a bigger sort of build with a car it's obviously much harder to get that now you've got to sort of instead of just having you know like a let's say an IS200 or something that you can take into a wet pan and just yeah. daily um you, you're probably not going to do too much damage to it no um and then you can still drive it home. But as you sort of get into a bigger build and you're starting to get a bit more serious, it starts to get that little bit harder to sort of... Yeah, the thing is, you're not going to put a, a big car on that pan. It's a waste of time. That's right. You know, like I yeah. I always wanted to um, buy an old Falcon or, or an IS-200, but like the is 200 now are like five, six grand. Like yeah. You want, you're only buying a wet pan car here. You yeah. Know? So, um, but I always wanted to get a Falcon or something, or even a BMW and well the diff in it. Yeah. And because um, wet pan is good for tandems, you yeah. know. And, but I never got around to it. But you need, you need the more driving you can do, definitely is, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it was the the Sora you first started drifting in. Yeah, it was. Then, yeah, then you yeah. went to a 180. I went to an S13, then a red S13. Oh, S13. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. You currently drift a 180. I currently drift a 180. Yeah. 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 So what? Is, was there more cars between that S13 and, and the 180? Or how? No. No? That, that was the next one? That was the next one yep. because um, with the S13, I hit a wall in Maroolan. Yep. I bent the whole car bad. Yeah, gotcha. And um, that shell was sitting there. So it was, um, I just bought that shell. So it's off of a guy that was come back to Ireland. Yep. So he, he bought that shell. Actually, to reshell. Um, a mate's one eighty, and he's drifting that, and his shell is is fine. Actually, I don't know why he wanted to reshell at yeah. all, but this shell that he bought was all seam welded, and yeah, he had, he actually put a cage in it, and then I picked it up. Yeah, and in January of I think it must have been twenty. I think the first round was on Valentine's Day, the fourteenth of February. Yeah, right. And we actually started to. To do the, the the shell swap in on uh, the 14th of January, yep. And the week before, the week before um, would have been the 7th of February. We were tuning it, yeah. And I remember um, Cookie and Angus. Cookie was wrapping the car on the on the Thursday, yep. And and um, 
in my in my backyard, and Angus was still doing doing some of the wiring, and then we we, we <laughs> had it we had it at the track, and we competed on the Friday and the Saturday. Yeah, right. One month, one yeah. month exactly. Wow. And that's that's bit working as well. That's only in the evening times and the weekends. Yep. But there's, a, there's not that much to be shouting. Like I dropped all the back suspension with the yep. trail and everything, pushed it over, dropped the other car down, yep. put the coil overs in, do up three bolts, and that's it. Lift it up. Everything's back together. Everything had it back together yeah. pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. I was out in uh, Glen Atkins. Just have to thank Glen for that. Like he let me. He used to be out there all the time, and we, um, like, we, he had me spray the car, and he gave me a good hand with, uh, with, yeah. with building the, with building that one eighty. We rebuilt it again. Now you could nearly say for all man, but yeah, yeah, yeah. In two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> So from that from that initial sort of reshell into the 180, has there been any more uh, work or development on the 180 itself? Or? Yeah, heaps. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. So at that time, we we were only running the TR6060. Yep. And like we, I wouldn't say it was slapped together, but we put it together pretty quick. Pretty quickly, yeah. Yeah. So um, I've changed the seats. I've changed the gearbox. I've changed the diff. Yep. Um. Yeah, there's, it's, but it's where it's supposed to be at now. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Um, have you been able to sort of travel around Australia a bit uh, with drifting and see a few of the different tracks and all that? Sort yeah, of, yeah, high tech yeah. I have, yeah, yeah. because I've, I've committed to the series yeah. since 19. Yep. I have not missed around. I don't think I've even missed a practice night of high tech since then. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, QR. Um, at the South Australia, we won't really talk about that one. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't go too well for me. Um, but yeah, um, down to Melbourne, Winton. Yep. But QR is my favourite. Queensland Raceway is your favourite. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. What is it about uh, Queensland Raceway? It's a big car track that is. Yeah. Horsepower track. Yeah, it's gotcha. just it suits my type of driving. You just yep. like you, you, you enter and I had a guy, <clears throat> one of my pit crew, in the car with me. The last time we were up there, yep, and um, took off first, second, third, fourth, and then you, the the, um, the judges want you to, to flick, and the kind of the scan in. Yep, you could use the handbrake then just to slow down a little gotcha, bit, yeah. and then no handbrake for the rest of the track. Yeah, right. Yeah, so that was fine. But I remember I had him in the car, and the nos come on in fourth gear just as I flicked it. Yep, and you're you're, you're looking at the wall. Yeah, right. And the car just takes off. Pointing towards this wall, I just just last minute you you you, yeah. you fire it in. Yeah, you're coming down along the ripple strip, two or three dabs of handbrake, and you just stand on it, literally to the finish line. Yeah, gotcha. You know, you you come off coming over the hill a small little bit just to yeah, just to get your sense of direction, and then that's it. You just stand on it again the whole yeah, way. Yeah, right. But I remember he got out and he just said to me, Jesus, it happens pretty quick in there, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it happens fast. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I love Queensland. Yeah, I love South Circuit as well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What is it about South Circuit? Is it sort of the, the sort of S's up the hill? It's the, at the entry. When you when you oh, near yep. the entry. I was just looking at videos last night of me... Um, coming across in front of the pits, yep. where you're just flat, yep. and flat up the hill, and then there's another video of the same run, but it, it looks bad 
if you know it's the same lap because it shows me coming off a throttle yep. and then entering yeah, and then it. it's a sick lap from there on again like I yeah. entered pretty quick but yep. you don't want to be coming off throttle I only coming over that hill full tilt like um, had Danny in the car one of me one of my pit crew yep. and he said that we were doing 180 clicks up over the hill like I just don't come off throttle whatsoever just up over the hill and come down the other side of the hill and fire it in fire it in again yeah, yeah. Don't, don't hesitate but you have to commit yeah for sure like when, when it comes off man it's yeah, yeah absolutely yeah brilliant yeah nice so from there once you fire it back into that um, into the, I guess that first uh, almost 90 yeah um, is, and yeah. then get back into the S's have you really got a scrub speed then and then start to get through those S's or yeah but you'll, you'll slow down with your angle and then what happens if you're carrying too much speed because um, whenever we're doing that that part of the track yep. the judges want you mid mid track gotcha. not inside yeah, much, gotcha. but not yeah. outside yeah. if you're carrying too much speed I mean you flick back it's going to throw you off out yep. so you kind of need to slow down and try and, try and stay mid track yeah. then transition up the hill gotcha yeah yeah nice yeah and that's actually we don't drift it now um, in comps but the, the last turn the other side of the hill when you come down into the ball yeah. the ball is the best yeah backwards yeah it's brilliant but, but nobody look, can see it that's right no one can see it because <laughs> you can only sort of get up so far um, yeah awesome um, so competition series you've competed in high tech have you been able to compete in any other sort of um, series at all yeah, I've competed in uh, world time attack yeah 2019 and, yep. and just uh, just this year gone 20, uh, 22 as well yeah yeah yep. yeah so so I see um, Ian has released these dates for next year. Yeah. So um, I don't know if there's drifting at it. I've been offered a car. Okay. So. Um, so it's just if, if you do if you do come, it's it's just a flight back. It'll be just a flight right. back, yeah, yeah and um, and compete. But it's um, his September, and the last round of high tech is I think. Sometimes there's at the end of October or something. Yeah, I think it's yeah. So it's, I won't be able to even get around the high tech. And I think it would have been good to get the two of them in. Yeah. But yeah. Look, we'll see. See what happens. Yeah. It's, it's too far. It's too too far apart from one another. Yeah. But definitely, yeah. And um, I do hope to get back in 2023 for for something. Um, George has asked me to come back. He said, "Look, you want to come back? Come back, and he'll give me the BMW." Yeah, okay. Which, yeah, so, I don't know, Queensland is probably, if I could get back for that. Yeah. Or a Winton. Yep. Either or. So that'd be, they'd, one of those two tracks would be the one you sort of aim well, for, the, yeah? They're the last two rounds. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not yep. going to get to Tassie, I'm not going to get the first round, yep. so, yeah, either either of them. I don't mind either, if it, especially if they're doing the um, the front S's in Winton. Yep. Yeah, that's... That's good as well, but you have to enter on full noise there as well. Yeah. It's, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, with the last round of high tech, obviously it was meant to be on South Circuit. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Drifters got kicked off the main track altogether and they had to sort of hit the peanut track. Yeah, I don't really know what happened there, but I wouldn't say unfortunately. That figure eight was probably the best event all season. Right, okay. Yeah. Okay. And... Everybody was kind of saying they won't pull it off, there won't be enough time, and we needed a full day to do the practice and the qualifying and QR, and then the next day we were we were racing, and how were they going to pull this off? And 
to pull it off. It seemed to run without any hitches, you know what I mean? Like it was brilliant. Yeah, I, I said it was around. ran. Yeah, look at. Well, I wouldn't say it was ran rushed. They didn't get no break. Yeah, and it was constantly. Yeah, for spectators. It was it really was brilliant. Good. It was good because it was always something going. Always, on. always something on track. Yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, I didn't agree with putting the the barriers on turn one after the stray. Um, I didn't like that. And Mitch Bud said in the, Mitch Bud said in in the in the walk when we were walking, he says, uh, "Move will move them barriers." He said to to Dan to Dan Mackey. Yep. He says, "Move's going to move them." And I said, they shouldn't be there anyway, because your back wheel is almost on the edge. Everyone's back wheel is almost on the edge there. Whether you want to stay in or not, you're, you're always out there. Yeah. And, yeah, I come around. I don't know. Angus was telling me last night I was going too hard. I don't know. I reckon I would have made it. And um, I'll have to watch it again. Angus says I hit the handbrake. I did pull the handbrake when I, when I entered, but then I came on for... Yeah, I, I, I cut a barrier out the back quarter of the car, yep. pulled the front around, um, and qualifying. I reckon I would have nearly topped qualifying if I had yeah, gotcha. stayed in it. Yep. Um, I was going in, and steering didn't feel right, and I said there's something bent there, and um, uh, Jake says, no, there's, there's nothing bent. I said, there is, there's tie rod bent. No, 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 there's nothing bent. So reverse back on the track to do my second qualifying. And sometimes on when you chuck it in turn one, you you do a little bit of left foot breaking, maybe to pull yep. you back in. Yep. And I remember I went with my left foot, and the car was pulling in itself, so I didn't I didn't bother. But yeah. I done that qualifying lap, and I actually qualified ahead of Benny Muir, who I always looked up to in this country yep. as a driver. Yeah. He's such a good driver. Yep. And when I came in, the toy rod was actually bent at ninety degrees. Like um, Porter and the boys went, how did you put that lap together? Yeah, it's unbelievable. And to qualify ahead of Benny, that just made it made my night. Even though I had crashed the car, yeah, because like, I always looked up to Benny. Like and to be, yep. to pull a lap off like that with a bent tie rod, yeah, was was probably that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. Yeah, nice. So as far as the car setup, what what changes between because obviously they're two completely different sort of beasts, South Circuit and the Peanut Track. Um, what changes as far as your car setup? To be, be more grip, definitely yeah. more grip on the concrete. Yep. So, um, I don't know what kind of goes on, but the. The hand of it, that's Ian Porter. Just like he just, oh, sweet. He so just you, like put your head you get to jump in and drive, yeah? Yeah, I remember yeah, I used to be cool. always chasing with the 2J heaps of toe in, toe in because the power comes on so quick, it's all 900 horsepower, it's just hitting you there and yeah. then. And you have with the wheel speed, you have to have toe in, yeah, because you're, or you just melt the tires, you know, yeah. Um, but with the V8. The amount of torque it has, I think, and, and then. I wasn't getting on great in it um, in Queensland because we kind of had to set up like the 2J, I suppose. Yep. And they took all this tow out. And we, I run these really grippy tyres on the front from Ireland. And we pumped them up. And I went out. And it was like a totally different car. Yep. The way I drove it. I was just, you know, I qualified high. Um, I remember um, Nicky Bling, there, one of my sponsors from Super Performance, he came up and he says, what are you after doing with this car? Yeah. 
you know, you don't need all that towing, you don't, you, you don't need all that grip at all. So I don't know what Porter done at the figure A, but he would have took, he would have took grip out, yeah, for sure. And um, it worked. I think um, on the night of the competition, my head wasn't working because I should have just stayed on the line with Glen Armand. And I didn't, and and I took off. That meant the battle was on. Yep. If I had stayed on the line, then I would have seen it. He would have stopped drifting. He would have come around. What happened? I I actually um, turned the knot on. I think it was, and I didn't turn. The, and the, the fuel pumps weren't turned on. I, I don't know what happened. Oh, right, okay. like that. But the the bowls were now with fuel. Yeah. And then when I turned on, I got going, and then I took off. But the Glen was at the other end of the track. I should have just stayed there. Yeah, gotcha. And then he would have come around. Then we would have done our own. Well, I felt confident that night as well. Yeah. Um, I think my car would have been a bit faster than Glen's on that track. So, it, I don't know. I, I felt confident. I would have, I would have liked to do that again and see. Would they have beaten them? Yeah, the, the, well, they are coming to be, yeah. But it would have been, it would have been good, but it is what it is. Yeah. Tenno's a great driver. Yeah. Brilliant driver. But, um, yeah, anyway, sure. I didn't win. Yeah. That's my own fault. Yeah. Unfortunate. Yeah, unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, which series would be your favourite? This year's probably my favourite. Is that high-tech? Yeah, high-tech, yeah. High tech, yeah. yeah. yeah cool. Definitely. I had a full pit crew yeah. all season, which is Danny Fitzy, Tiernan and Young Oren. Um, the boys come everywhere like yep. no questions asked like um, Danny Danny was um, his grandfather I suppose was, was sick at home and he we were going to go to South Australia and he wondering and then he wasn't coming and then he needed money and it wasn't um, I think that time he wasn't getting the hours yeah and work, and then next thing here he is in South Australia. He 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 will not miss an event if I'm yeah. going. To, like, won't miss it. That's really. He'll good. miss a old man, but he's having a baby. So yeah, As you can you can, can forgive that. Yeah, forgive that one. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah only for, nice. like you know everybody in the pits knows 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 Danny now, and yeah. um, like everybody like you know like um, pit crew come everywhere with me. You know. Yeah. You know, that's that's really good because it, it keeps it consistent. You know, like you've got that consistency right the way. Yeah, through. like I give them all the wrong jobs. Like Fitzy does the tires. Yeah, doing all cleans the car. Um, uh, Tiernan does all spanner checking. Danny just keeps them all on their toes, and Danny cooks the food, and he's he's he's, he's the boss. <laughs> he's the most important one. Yeah, he the food cooker. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. He, he does everything else. He he keeps all the team, makes sure that that the boys are doing everything they're supposed to be doing. You know. Yeah. No, that's really good. It's good. It's um, yes. This year's definitely been the best. We were a proper, proper, proper team this year. Yep. It was good. You yeah. Know. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Plus, uh, obviously, Angus um, done near enough all the rounds this year as well, which is a big help. He's one of my best mates. Definitely going to miss him when I go. And um, like he was always there as well. Like he was with me at every round, whether he was driving or not. Yeah. You know, and and obviously Dabsy. You know. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, do you get into uh, sim drifting at all? Do you do any of that? No. No. Is there anything you're interested in, or you just rather get the seat time? I reckon if I had one, the young fella would be on it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I I wanted to buy one, but then with my work, I I work away a lot. Yep. In the last couple of months. So um, you can't bring a picture. Yeah, that's right. So when I come home, then... 
you, you got the kids, yeah, and you got to get your car ready for an event, or else you're gone to an event. So it's not that um, I wouldn't like one. I just don't have the time. Yeah, time's a you know? big factor. Yeah, yeah, you know, but it's definitely it's, it's definitely getting bigger. Yeah, 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 for sure. I see what happens in Ireland then when I go back if I. She lets me buy one or not. See what, yeah, she, see sure. what she says. Yeah, <laughs> the boss. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, is is your your uh, wife now wife? I assume yeah. Yeah, she's my yeah. wife now. Yeah. Um, is she Australian? You no, she's here? Irish. She's Irish. So you yeah. met her here, though. I met her here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She's here twenty years now. Right. Well, okay. Yeah yeah. 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 Twenty years. Yeah, I met her here, and she's she's mad into rallying. She was at the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then. Um, we started going out then. I was big into MotoGP, so I've had her down at the, on the island a couple of times. Gotcha, yeah. Yeah, and uh, now she knows more about MotoGP than I do. <laughs> so you created yeah. a monster. Yeah, so yeah. she didn't. The one thing I did say, like, you know, like when I got with her, I said, listen, I said, drifting is what I do. Yep. I said, if, if you ever, ever get on to me about drifting or whatever, I said, it's not going to work. Yeah. Yep. So she's she's been my rock, like yeah. you know, you're going, like let's go. Like I, I got the email about oh man, and she said, what are you going to do? And I said, I don't know what I'm going to do. And she says you have to go. Yeah. And I was like, oh well, we're going, like because we're moving back to Ireland. And I yep. said, what about money? And she says, you'll never get this opportunity again. And she said, like you know, don't worry yeah. about the money, just go. You, know, you have to do this, like you know, just make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. So I sent the email back. I rang, I rang Ian. Porter and I rang Angus and Dabsey and I think I rang Dan Atkins as well and yep. so yeah it took me a couple of hours and I sent the email back yep. and we're going so what's what's the um, what's the story there obviously you need to ship your car over there yeah um, is it is it a round that you, you're going to do, or is it a series? Like full you, series. Full series. Full series. Right, okay. So, so how does that work logistically? You ship your car over there and you kind of just fly back and forth? Yeah, so the car the car, is, the car left. So we got the... I don't even know what day we got the email on, but I know the car had to be ready and be on the boat. I think the 11th is standing out in my head for some reason. Yeah. But then they changed it. But we only had two weeks. Yep. So on that... Um, Monday it was actually raining quite badly in the afternoon yeah. and like it has been in Sydney for the last two years yeah. <laughs> I was lucky it was actually raining because then I was able to I wasn't much going on on my side so yeah. I told us to say and rang Porto and he said you get that car down here now and he has been He's took over the show, like since since that email. He has ran, he's ran the show. He's the boss, like when it comes to him. And he yeah. just, he so he says, get that car down here now. So finished work, went home, and um, it was raining that hard. You couldn't even so we load the car like it was bad. And yeah. the break came in the weather, and the mate of mine, um, Johnny Brophy, good mate of mine, he came over, and we we said we throw the car into the truck. So we put the car in the truck and we we, were, we brought it down in, oh, very bad, very bad rain. We brought it down, got it off, car was dry. Yep. Started stripping the car in porters. He was like, take this off, take this off. And then the car was going to get sprayed. So from getting the email at whatever time I woke up at, 6 o'clock in the Monday morning, the car was at the spray shop 
6.30 that Monday evening, totally stripped. Yeah, gotcha. And ready. Yeah. And the car was ready on the Thursday to pick up. Yeah. So, the big, big turnaround. Yeah, gotcha. And we, um, we got the car back and totally stripped out the inside of it. We sprayed that ourselves. The back, there was nothing left of this thing. I need a motor. And um, transmission, that was it. We... Um, Thought spray that we put in new windows in it. We, yeah, it's sick of we rebuilt it near enough. Yeah, right. Um, in two weeks, unreal. And got to the boat. Unreal. So it's on the boat now on its way over. It's on this, but it's on the boat now. Actually, docks. It docks today or tomorrow. Okay. Yep. No, no, that's wrong. Sorry. It docks probably in the next the next couple of days. It docks. Yeah. And then. Um, I think it should be at the track on the 22nd of December. Gotcha. Yep. Waiting for us. So, so it's only four weeks from now. Yeah, right. Get back behind the wheel, yeah. So let's say that starts next year, obviously, in 23. Starts on the 12th of January, 12th and 13th wow. of January. Yep. So they'll fly me from Ireland, and they'll fly um, Porter and Dabsey from here. Yep. We meet the boys over there. I think they're putting us up in a, in a hotel in the one in the one apartment. Yep. So, um, near the track, obviously. Yep. We hope to get there. Um, Dabs is doing someone else, so he'll go do someone else. Yep. And then from someone else, he's going to come to Sydney and straight to Oman. So he's busy. So that's inside of, yeah, six days, I think. I think, I think it's a six. Someone else is a six next year, I think. Someone else is over weekend, on the eighth. So yeah. yeah. So he's there hoping to fly in the ninth. Yep. I'm hoping to fly the eighth or the ninth. Yep. And then, um, yeah, we'll get ready. So the 12th and 13th is his first round. And then we're off for five days, so we've picked out stuff that we want to go and do. Yeah, out there we'll go and do that in the in the five days that we have, and then we do round two. Yeah, and then they'll fly the boys back to Australia, and I'll go back to Ireland. Yeah, I was going to come back here for the two weeks. Yeah, because it's only two two and a half weeks, and then um, and then you go back out and you do round three, all yeah. for five days, do round four, and then that's it. Then the car will go to Ireland then. When we pack it up, should be in Ireland for March. Yep. And I believe the first round IDC is somewhere in May. So they do those first, what, four rounds inside of two, two, months. two months? Yeah. That's unreal. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we look at the last high-tech season, it took two years almost. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's cool. That's really cool. So it'll be mad. It's a big, massive Red Bull event. Um, it's huge. James won it in 2020. Yep. But I don't think... He'll be there because um, they're just after doing. I don't know, is it Cyprus? Or, no, it's in Cyprus, was it? They 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 done something last week. I'm too sure what it oh, was. Okay. They done something last week. Yeah. 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 That's really cool. What an opportunity. Yeah, what an opportunity is right. So yeah. we we'll see what comes over. Yep. So it sounds like from from what you're saying, they're flying you and putting you up in accommodation. Yeah, right, is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's really cool. They fly us out. They yep. put us up and fly us back and. They ship the car as well. They ship the yeah. car from here for me. That is unreal. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so really cool. Entry fee paid yep. for all that. So I'll pay for it. So we, we, we just supply fuel and tires. Yep. And is it only the four rounds there? It's only, it's only four rounds, yeah. Okay, that's that's really cool. It's over nice and quick. That's a full championship. Um, it's yep. over. And we'll see. They've got some, some quick boys out there too. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Amazing opportunity for sure. Yeah. Um, so when you get back to Ireland after that, when you get the car back, what's your pl- what's your plan inside? And then Ireland? we'll be um, 
we'll have to probably change a couple of jets and that into Carby yep. suit the weather yep and um, I would like to get in a couple of practice days rather than um, I spoke with them in Ireland and because um, I remember years ago Ireland had a licensing process where you had to do like your I think there was like amateur and then pro am gotcha and then then pro yep but um, yeah I got, I got straight into pro but like that's fine going straight into pro but then you, you have, you're only going to get two practice laps and then you're qualifying yeah on a track you never drove before which yep. sometimes with me it takes me longer than three or four laps to get get used to the track to get used to it yeah yeah so I'd like to get a, some kind of a practice day in in yep. Mondello at least yeah you know so before yeah. I go and do do round one but it's if it's there I'll definitely take it yep. if not so is it, is it the IDC you're looking at, IDC, at yeah. competing in? Yep. Yeah. Um, any interest in the European Drift Masters, or is that like is that a larger scale? That's, or? A, that's, that's a bigger scale again. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. So the IDC is a bit smaller. It is. A bit it's, more a bit, it's a bit smaller, confined, yeah. I guess. It's just one country, Ireland. And yeah, the, gotcha. Europe, the other one is like, yep. like Europe has, I would say Europe probably has the best drivers in the world at the moment. Yeah, for sure. That's and, without you know, a doubt, the, yeah. The best drivers of, it's probably like, one driver from each country, but that that's their champion. Yeah. And Ireland are lucky to have um fire drivers. Probably they've got um Kevin Quinn. Yep. Um McKeever, Two Shanahan's yep. and James Dean obviously. Yep. So we're very we're very lucky in Ireland to have the likes of them boys coming over to represent your country like they're they're unbelievable like Yeah for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Um, we'll talk about uh, your current, like your, your 180 now, and and a bit of. I guess we've talked about a bit of the setup, you know, the motor and, and your gearbox yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Talk us through uh, the setup where it sits right now as it as it makes its way to Oman, I guess. So the setup um, now is um, the Jewel's Performance Motor. Yep. It's a it's a big um, yeah big seven liter. And then behind that, then we have um, a GeForce 101A dog box, which came from Super Performance. Yeah. Who's with me? I think they're with me since the start in Australia. Um, real pleasure to deal with. Like, um, I, like I speak to to Nikki that owns it yep. probably once a week, every week. Yeah, always picks the yep. phone up to me. Like, probably, like. But what I'm always saying to guys is it's not what your sponsors can do for you, it's what you can do for your sponsors. And I always try and promote them. Yep. And, you know, I've been there probably from the start. And the way they treat me, look after me, is he's just a really good dude. Yeah. Really good dude. But, um, yeah, his, his um, gearbox is in my car. And then um, Dabsy supplied a... A winter's diff to me, so yep. obviously, um, um, Jewish performance engines. So, we went down one well, Saturday morning with that, and we had it into it on Saturday afternoon. And, um, he balanced up the tail shaft and the, the prop shaft, and we got that back in. And, yeah, one day it was fitted, yeah, the rock, but, um, that's it, it's got a Jewish motor, the G4 box, and the winter's diff. Yep, and then we, um, we put the version 2 wise fab in the front yep which seems to work really well we still have the old kit it's gone to 
the full kit's gone to home and with us. Yep. So if you bend something really bad, you, at least you can, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, and the rear, the rear has the same wise fab that I had in the in the red car. Um, I think I've been lucky with that touch wood that I've only bent, I think, two arms ever with that key. Yeah, nice. Um, so yeah, so if you call them um, Shockworks from Chris yep. Ryan. Yep. The car transformed itself to next level with them. Just them with the, the Shockworks, yeah. Yeah. I would, you know, you hear guys going on about MCAs and, yeah. you know, all these other brands. Like, if you want to be looked after with someone that cares about you, yeah. would pick up the phone anytime of the night and chat to you, or, you know, definitely Shockworks. Yeah. Right. Have the support. I would say that the car lovers are probably the best in the country. Yep. Like, uh, like Fink uses them as well, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's not going to use them if they're yep. dirt. You know, the, you know um, even an Angus's car, the, before World Time Attack this year, they spiced up the suspension a little bit, and he put a lap together. It was out of this world. Yeah. You know, it was probably the best lap on North Circuit of all the drivers in the last probably two years. Gotcha. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I know. That's just shock works like. They yeah. work. Definitely, anybody is building a car. Yep. Definitely looked them up. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Is there any sort of hurdles that you've had to sort of, I guess, any hurdles you've encountered sort of built in the build of the car, or is it pretty. Not in the 180. Yeah. The S13, because it was the first car we built. Yeah. Um, probably would have been a few with that. They could be. I put the fuel cell in the back, and then it wouldn't fit. It's like like just small stuff like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? And yeah. But not not really much hurdles. Yeah. Probably the biggest hurdle um, in the drifting career would have been when I hit that wall and I had to reshell. Yeah. It was <laughs> that was probably you know if you've seen the car. I don't know if, if you've ever seen the car after the accident. No, no, I didn't show it. Yeah. But I bent the main hoop. Yep. Bent the seat. Bent the tunnel. Wow, oh. I mean, you did it good. Yeah, ben. that's that's the um, as as cool as uh, like Marulan or Pheasant Wood is for drifting. That's the big thing out there, isn't it? Like it's all walls everywhere. It's all walls. Yeah, but we were running it backwards. Yep, and yeah, you don't come off. I, 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 if I came off power, you're definitely in the wall. You can't come off power when you're on semis. Yeah, the door it won't work. The car straighten up. Yeah. So we come up the first lap, got around, we come up the second lap and stood on it and third or fourth gear on limbs. And it was probably offline, probably not even 100 mil, and straight into the wall. Yeah. Bang on, full tilt. NASCAR door bars were bent in around me. Yeah. So it would have been no cage, definitely in the wheelchair or yeah, even the right. dead. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. You want a good cage in your car, 100%. yeah, for sure. Yeah, but Fezzan Wood, I remember when next day down there with uh, my first day out with the 180, and on my jack and bar, there's two two plates to use before a big wing, yeah, for the for the black yeah, gotcha. wing, yeah. And I come around, um, so when you come up the main straight and you turn, there's a turn to the right, and then you come back around, there's a big left hander. And I scraped the wall the whole way around, bent the exhaust. It's the very first lap now. Yeah. Bent the exhaust. <laughs> and I remember, like, the porter and all of a sudden, like, can you go down there now, take it easy. And I said, yeah, yeah, take it easy, take it easy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, third gear, 
full whack up again the wall scraping the wall the whole way around come in the brackets were bent over like this <laughs> exhausted exhausted all bent in and I was there yeah that's what it's about yeah that's awesome yeah. if you could change anything about the current setup of your of your car what would it be oh the current setup it'd be nice to have a sequential I guess yeah put a big Hollinger behind it but other than that I wouldn't change anything that's about it that's cool that's, that's it cool. yeah. yeah she's where she needs to be at yeah yeah cool um, I'm going to throw a couple of hypothetical questions at you uh, if money was no object what would your ultimate drift build be I have something about Bagsy's R35 in the UK yeah I reckon um, I go with an R35 but with an LS um, and then probably Samsonis or Hollinger sequential and then the same setup that I have now always fab winters yeah yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. and I probably keep it Carby as well Carby simple yeah works you don't need EFI and all these ECUs and you know all these yeah I had all that and um, but yeah I reckon that's what I'd go a big R35 there was actually an R35 up on one of them um, raffle competition pages yeah and I, I think I bought like 10 tickets for it so if I, if I win that R35 I'm stripping it out yeah and I'm I'm putting everything I have into it <laughs> watch everybody else that bought a ticket just yeah. absolutely cry big liberty walk yeah big liberty walk um, body kit yeah um, that's if money was uh, if it was money with no option definitely big liberty walk with a body kit yeah yeah R35 all day long I'm sure okay um, you have to sell every car you own yeah so that's everything um, with that with the money that you get from selling those cars you can buy or build your dream car but what you could afford with that money what is it you would, I would that 30 or 35 yeah okay yeah. I would sell every car that I have like um, yeah yeah, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's achievable. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah that's achievable. Oh, well, okay, yeah, cool. yeah, that's achievable, yeah. Nice. Because, um, well, yeah, we just... I sent the Prado back to Ireland. That's probably, like, that's 90k. Yeah. Sell the truck and sell... Yeah, you get it up there. You'd be up, like... I don't know if you sell everything that I had. And, but that's if she didn't take the money on me. <laughs> she let me sell every <laughs> single <laughs> thing. That's what I'm actually selling nearly everything I have anyway. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, if you sell everything I had, like probably you build like for two hundred grand, you, you definitely you, you, it's achievable, easy. Achieve. Yeah, you, nice. you can buy it at North Forty Five Shell, probably twenty five grand. Yeah, and the, the body kit nearly cost the body kit, the Liberty Walk body kit. Almost probably, that again, wouldn't it? Nearly that again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then so I, I have everything else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gearbox, awesome. that's what that's Hollinger as well. Yeah. Thirty five, thirty grand, thirty five yeah. grand. You get there though, yeah. Definitely, I reckon it'd be achievable if I sold everything. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be 150000 dollars car. Yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. Uh, you bre- you touched on it earlier. What advice would you give to anyone that's trying to get into drifting today? Yeah, seed time and um, yeah, seed time. I'd, like for a younger person, I would be yeah buying a Falcon because they're affordable. I would probably stay away from the stay away from my because 
the, the you put you will get your money back out of them when you go to sell it yes again. But the thing is, if you're putting a wet pan and you're only starting, yeah, chances are that thing is going to be battered. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So you need to remember it's only a wet pan, look like, and you're only starting. Yeah. Your car's going to get battered today. Yeah. I only sort of brought the IOs up earlier because it was just something in my mind. I was out at um, the wet pan on Wednesday night, and there was a couple of real tidy IS two hundreds yeah. out there that were someone's daily driver, you know, and that's just kind of stuck in my head. Yeah, so. but, but they were probably um, doing good enough laps, though. Yeah, for I mean, sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Look, and like if if, it, if you mind it and you don't bang it up, you get your money back out of the IS. Yeah, hundred percent, and yeah. they won't break down. Yeah, you know, but I, I don't really hear Falcons breaking down either. Yeah. That's that's very de- yeah. <laughs> to an Australian audience. That's very debatable, uh, but that's that's that comes into that Holden versus Ford but definitely but debate. Well, your boys then like when they when they go to build a bigger car and a, um, like a, a comp car would be don't spare the money. Yep. Like don't go and get um, like for me, white fab is the is the lock kit yep. to have. And for me, I would rather than buy one of the cheaper kits, like just save up an extra 500 bucks and put wise in your car. Yeah. Because what's going to happen is you'll put that kit in, and then in a couple of years' time, then you'll want to put wise in. You'll have to go and spend all the money for the wise fab because yeah. you want to stay driving and then try yeah. to sell your kit. Your kit could be harder to sell then, you know what I mean? Yeah. But some will probably buy it, but like, I, would, I wouldn't be putting. I mean, I, for me, I've tried to put the best of everything in my car all the time. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't be putting in, like, a locket saying, oh, this will do for now. Yeah. You know, I'm putting in, like, I only run one fuel pump, and I only ran one fuel pump with the 2J when I was all EFI. Yeah. Um, rather than go and spend money and buy three pumps, and then when one gets starts getting flogged out, you don't know which one it is, and you're... Just go buy one pump. Yeah. When it gets flogged out, it's only one. It's, yeah. it's pretty simple, isn't it? It's yeah. not a problem. And it's quickly changed, and yeah. you're right on your way again. And what guys forget to change a lot of the time is their fuel filter. Yep. And then they're wondering, then, oh, it's the fuel filter. Because you service the car, which you forget about your fuel filter because it's in the back of the car or it's wherever, yeah. you know. But definitely, yeah, for anyone starting out, that's definitely hold off and, and try and get. Like, if it's in your head, I want to have wife's have my car someday, hold off, get the extra hold off and together just, and buy yeah, it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, so we're getting to some questions from past guests. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've heard this before or... Um, at the end, I, I didn't give you fair warning. At the end, I'm going to ask you for a question for future guests. Oh, yeah. Um, so I don't know if I've given you fair warning and if you're prepared for that, but that's... We'll. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so coming from Matt Harvey, yeah. uh, which car do you regret selling the most? Supra. Supra? Yeah. Yeah. I actually swapped it for the Evo 6. Yeah. And I only bought that Supra for $15,000 cash. And when oh, I put the, the guy, actually, is funny. The guy that I bought it off, his missus never cooks, and he put he put the money in the oven to hide it from her. And on the news the next morning, there was a fire in uh, Maryland's. Yeah. And I, I was listening and says, and um, fifteen thousand burnt in this fire because she came in and she, she never cooks but she yeah. turned the oven on yeah. and burnt the money oh no <laughs> yeah yeah 
But yeah, that's super because the the rocketed in price. Yeah, big time. Big time. Like yeah. only a couple of years after that. But then, yeah. if I didn't sell the super, I wouldn't be drifting. That's right. You know. So yeah, yeah. But definitely, that would have been. Yeah. I guess selling that car. Yeah, hindsight's a a wonderful thing. Yeah, like yeah. sixty plus now. Yeah, sixty plus. Yeah, now. yeah that's yeah. crazy. Easy. Yeah. Yeah, and it was really clean. It would be, yeah, it'd be easier. And they're, they're hard to find now too. Like a good clean one, really getting really hard to find. Can't yeah. find them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, question from Aaron Gregory: Would you rather punch your dad or be punched by your dad? I'd rather punch my dad. My dad was able to handle himself when he yeah. was younger, yeah. So I'd rather punch him and get a punch off him. Get one, get one in real quick. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Uh, from Patrick Bailey, uh, when you're sitting at the starting line, do you breathe through your mouth or through your nose? Jesus, Paddy. Huh? Through my nose or my mouth? Through my mouth. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, Danny Probert, what's the craziest superstition that you can't kick? I don't have one. Don't have any superstitions? No. no. Because if you have one, you have them all. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. No. I remember uh, I walked under a ladder one time and there was a kid and I stopped and I walked back through it and I went down the other side. Yeah. <laughs> I had this weird thing as a kid where I had to backtrack. Oh, uh, yeah? I don't I know why, but I had to. I think it might have come from one day I might have lost something. So when I realised I lost it, I went, okay, well, I think it might have been at school or something. And I went, okay, well, when I go to get on the bus in the afternoon, I'll backtrack and walk the same way that you did. That I did yeah. for whatever reason. And for a while, that's what I had to do. I don't know why. It made no sense to me at all, even when I was doing it. But do if it. I walked somewhere one way, I had to walk back the same way. <laughs> yeah. It was the strangest thing. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, I'm out of that because <laughs> I get no what, what I do do when I'm walking on the footpaths. Yeah, I step over the lines. Yeah, and the footpath, I suppose. But I don't, I don't know why. But it's not superstition <laughs> or anything. But so sometimes, like sometimes, I don't. Obviously, I'm yeah. from talking to the Mister Tom. You know, and I'm on my own. You get bored walking. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be I'd step <laughs> over the lines. Yeah. Have you found yourself in a position where you almost step on one and catch yourself and yeah, go, yeah, and do, do that, that biggest yeah. step? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've, I've done that too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and coming from the last episode's guest, uh, Jack Merritt, how many five-year-olds do you think you can take on in a fight? How many five-year-olds? Yeah, they're, they're coming at you like a mob of zombies, like sh- sh- sugar, oh. sugar-rushed five-year-olds. Yeah. How many do you reckon you're taking out the fight before they get you? Well, to be taking my kid and his mate on, um, little Jack. Um, that's two, three, I'd say... No more than four, because you throw one off and he's like a rat back up on top of you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe four or five. I don't you know. four I or five? Yeah. We, got, uh, we, came, we came up with... Jack had somewhere around the 23 mark. 23 five-year-olds? Yeah, because he reckons you can grab the first one and throw it into, yeah. into, the, into the rest. <laughs> and you can take out a few that way. And you can pick one up and start swinging around and hitting, hitting other five-year-olds with that five-year-old. So... <laughs> He's, he's I, I, start, well. he's I started with them. 10, but I don't reckon you're getting much more than 15 before they're all on you. Yeah, they'd be like ants. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. He's going to kill them. Never mind hurt them. <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah. All right, so with all of that, uh, give us a question for next episode's guest. For next episode, are you doing one next week? Um, you're, doing, you're doing one before Christmas. This one is the last one for the year, essentially. Oh. So I haven't got anyone else lined up at the moment. Oh, okay. 
But you have one. You have one then, like just after Christmas. No. So what I'm doing, I'm going to sort of take January off. So oh. it'll be sort of February. Oh, I won't before. ask anyone then were they, were they a good boy or were they naughty this year. What car parts are bringing them? Um, oh, let me see. All right, there's one for the for the boys. Um, if if you had your phone and your missus is around. Do you leave the phone locked or unlocked? Ooh, that's a cheeky <laughs> one. I like it. I like it. Yeah. 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 Mine mine would just be opened, but hers would just be locked for some reason. Must actually yeah, what's going, going on there? What's yeah. going on there? <laughs> nice, I like that one. That's a Yeah. That's a, a good catch catch out. Yeah. I like it. Awesome, mate. Um, let everybody know where they can find you. Yeah, get me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. There's another question for you. Is, it, is this TikTok only for kids? Or, yeah. You know, are you a child if you're on TikTok? But yeah, I'm on TikTok. I'm on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Um, yeah, if you put in, type in uh, Mickey Moo 32, you'll see me on YouTube. Um, yeah. Nice. So that's about it. Awesome, mate. Thank you so much for joining me. No problem. It's been a pleasure. And... Uh, yeah, it's been great. Awesome. Thanks, Thank mate. Thank you very much. Thank you all so much for listening into this week's show. If you would like to help support the podcast, you can go to certifiedprinting.com.au forward slash shops and search for Gutter to Gutter podcast merch. And there you will find a whole range of merchandise, including double and single sided shirts and hoodies, as well as coffee mugs, tote bags and coldy holders. You can also support the show via Patreon at patreon.com forward slash gutter to gutter podcast if you so wish. Through there, you can ask questions and be acknowledged on the show, as well as the added benefit of knowing which guests are coming up and being able to ask those guests questions directly. Any financial support given by you is put straight back into the podcast to better the quality and give you a better listening and interactive experience. Don't forget to head over and follow Gutter to Gutter Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and now TikTok by searching Gutter to Gutter Podcast and also be sure to like and share our posts to help the podcast grow. I would also love it if you would consider leaving a review on your podcast platform of choice. I look forward to bringing you more next week, so please have a great week and look after each other.